Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walk life podcast. My name is Rachel Wheelie, a comedian, a human in the world, stomping a bike path in SW19. On what was the most beautiful day in the world, it's clouded over a lot over the course of the morning and now there is just a layer of strata, stratus, not quite sure exactly what the correct term is but it's a bunch of cloud hanging over all of the sky as I walk past some horse chestnut trees which are putting out little marble sized conkers which are all spike and no conker at the moment um, just to keep them safe from the birds. I assume that's what the spikes are for to keep them safe from the birds at this early stage where they look very snackable. <laughs> very snackable indeed. This is the second episode of series 28 of Walk the Pod and we're going to be talking about rest. I have some thoughts from my dad in Norfolk on rest and consciousness and how important it is to allow the bit of your brain that you can't access to work on things for you. Something we've talked about before but it bears repeating. I'll be paying attention to what's directly in front of me and I'll be talking some more about rest, the rest test as devised by Claudia Hammond off of Radio 4 and more ramble chat based on uh, whatever pops into my head over the next 10 minutes. Welcome along to Walk the Pod. One of the most interesting things about rest, at least for me, is the idea that in rest we continue to process and that our conscious lives, the bits that we are awake with and attending with, are really the least important parts of us. But what they're really doing is giving our non-conscious brains a, a shove in the right direction and saying, give that some attention, so that when we then switch off from that, our non-conscious brains go ahead and work on it which is why we often wake with solutions to problems that we couldn't do the day before or solutions to crossword puzzles or whatever it might be and i think that to fail to rest adequately is to give too much attention to conscious processing to thinking harder as we like to call it and insufficient attention to the much more powerful processor that is the brain that we can't access normally or otherwise. So that would be my penneth on rest, or at least my first penneth. Tuppence may come tomorrow. Thank you, Dad. So the... Uh obvious sort of takeaway from that message I feel is that more the more we can relax and the more we can trust that our brains will come up with a solution on our behalf when we're not paying direct attention to the problem the better because if you allow your brain to do that on a regular basis it becomes a habit and then there's no end to what your brain will happily muddle through for you while you're doing something else and this actually feeds in quite nicely to something I wanted to talk about today which is the difference between active and passive 
physical rest. So I mentioned Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith yesterday. And Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith talks about two types of physical rest within her seven types of rest. And within physical rest, there is active and passive physical rest. Now, this is interesting. I completely understand the concept of uh, active physical rest, that is sleeping and also not moving. Uh, But active physical rest, oh no, hang on, have I got these confused? Passive physical rest is perhaps sleeping or not moving. Active physical rest is the idea that yoga or tennis or running or walking or cricket or football could be a restful activity. That's an interesting idea. And certainly what I do understand by that and what I believe is that uh, while we're doing just enough to take our minds off the problem that we're trying to solve, when we're swimming, for example, when we're doing just enough physical exercise to stop ourselves from drowning to death, uh, that's when our brains are able to go, oh good, she's suitably occupied with getting from one end of this pool to the other. I can now think about this thing. And what makes me laugh sometimes is that my brain will go away and work on something for me, which I have not commissioned. Uh, And it comes back and goes, I know what to do about this uh, sock drawer problem you're having. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not having a sock drawer problem. Thank you very much. And my brain says, oh, yes, you are. And then before you know it, I've rearranged my sock drawer. Uh, Because if my brain's gone to the trouble of working out how to better organise it, I should listen to that. And then blow me down if that niggle about my sock drawer having gone away doesn't mean that I can actually pay more attention to the rest of my life. Is this making any kind of sense, potties? I don't know. Uh, Dad started that voice note by saying uh, what, what this means to me is... And so what I'm interested in today is, uh, what does it mean to you? Uh, What does rest mean to you personally? Do you think of it as watching TV, which came in within the top 10 restful activities, according to Claudia Hammond's rest test, which was a survey filled in by 185,000 people uh, across 135 countries and uh, fed into a book, The Art of Rest, that Claudia Hammond wrote following that survey so tv is certainly one of the top 10 rest activities amongst respondents to this survey or do you think yes a game of tennis very restful really interested to know because um everybody's different and different people like different things what i've been experimenting with uh recently is Uh, a sort of dumping of information out of my brain because as discussed in series 27 my brain is not a good storage device it's much better as a creative tool when the storage things have been taken out of it so one thing I found helpful is before I go to sleep writing down a bunch of stuff that is otherwise going to whir around my brain and then having parked all of that on a piece of paper I can then sleep soundly or at least that's the idea does it work? Sort of. 
I recommend it. I recommend it to try at any rate. What can I see directly in front of me? Well, bunting is one of the things I can see directly in front of me. The Queen uh, recently celebrated her 70th Jubilee, her Platinum Jubilee in the UK. So we had a long weekend. We had a four-day weekend. Uh, Everybody went out into the streets and had street parties. Some of us ignored it entirely and went to see Top Gun Maverick. But most of us went into the streets and had scones and cups of tea and... Other people who are Republican in nature celebrated uh, their own existence and uh, enjoyed a day off. The Queen didn't need to come into it in any great detail. Um, What else can I see directly in front of me? Well, not many people out today, as is often the case when it's a bit overcast. People write the entire day off, as if to say, well... Aren't going for a walk today. It's grey and mist. Well, it isn't though. It's actually grey and warm. It's lovely. I can see there's uh, somebody busily sanding or or sort of scratching away at some grouting in between a couple of bricks on the front of their house over there. I've seen a couple of people wearing sandals. One with socks. One without. Do you wear socks with your sandals, poddies, or would you absolutely never do that in a month of Sundays? Please let me know. Oh, I haven't said how to get in touch, have I? Email rach at rachelwheelie.com or go to walkthepod.com and press the button marked message. Leave me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice. I would particularly encourage you to do that if you're a new listener to the podcast on the last few series. I would love to hear from some of you that we haven't heard from before much as I love hearing from the VIPs, the very important bodies, members of the Walk the Pod Walking Club, I would love to hear from some more people who I have yet to meet. I know we have a bunch of listeners in America and I have never heard from any of them. If that's you, please get in touch. Thank you for walking with me, dear poddies. It's been an absolute delight to stretch my legs with you on this, the second episode of Series 28 of Walk the Pod. We've discussed a little bit about rest. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it. Heard from my dad in Norfolk, his penneth. Do send me your two penneth, dad, if you think of anything. And uh, I just want to say to everybody, um, please be kind to yourselves. Take care of your beautiful minds. Keep up the good walk and look after yourselves and each other. Will this podcast ever stop being this cheesy? No, it won't. It's probably going to get worse, if I'm completely honest with you.